Oh yeah, we're gonna get into it today. Tell me how did I ever forget to be here? Everybody, welcome back to the Bobcast. I really appreciate y'all. We are back again for another good one. Um, got a few real niggas in here with me, of course. Give it up for my for my guys, of course. Give it up for the guys. Got to us only right. So, uh, how you guys feeling? How you fellas feeling, man? Talk to me. How you fellas feeling? Chilling, man. I'm chilling. I'm feeling real good. Feeling real good. I'm blessed, cuz. I'm just blessed, man. Wonderful. All right, fellas. I want to jump right into it. I want to jump right into it. So, cocaine was found in the West Wing of the White House. Now, I want to ask y'all, whose cocaine do you think was in the White House? Well, I don't think uh, Joe Biden's son was in the White House. So do you think maybe it could have been Joe's? Bro, that old ass nigga is not snorting no cocaine. That's who a body is at. It's <laughs> definitely somebody that wasn't, though. Like, somebody, but it's probably somebody that's really on their shit, though. Like, they're really secure and shit. How do you think it got there? Do you think a nigga maybe is accidentally dropped it something happened yeah for sure somebody definitely dropped it coming out the bathroom they was just laughing do you think anybody will be found uh, responsible or get in trouble for this no I personally don't think so um well I do think somebody is going to be held responsible uh, I think this is big news. Having co- cocaine in the White House is uh, big news. For real, for real, I don't know. A lot of them niggas probably just do coke on the regular. I don't know who shit that is, for real, for real. Man, cause first and foremost, I love how you like to play the optimistic advocate. Man, ain't nobody getting no fucking trouble. These are, these, these are political motherfuckers. These niggas is above the law. They know niggas that work for certain branches of military and, and governmental law enforcement. Ain't nobody going to fucking jail. And if you think this is the first time cocaine was ever found in the White House, you're sadly mistaken, okay? Now when we had Tricky Dick Richard Nixon up in that motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? Like coke been in that bitch, okay? We too. That's why Willie Nelson went in there firing up that doobie freely. He's like, I know what the hell goes on here. 
So I mean, you know, it's like I'm not surprised. Actually, I think that they just po- they just poking with us for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? This is some news, of course, that nobody was expecting to hear. So you know, it's just good to you know cover in the media, but ain't nobody getting no damn trouble. Let me play a little clip for us, actually, real quick. I want to. I want to. Um, accessible rather to tour groups, and the president and his family were out of town at the time. The Secret Service is investigating now. Skyler Henry has the latest from the White House. Skyler, good morning to you. This is quite a surprise. Certainly is, Gail. Good morning to you. The substance, which is believed to be cocaine, was found Sunday evening in a routine check by the Secret Service, sparking a precautionary closure of the White House complex altogether. D.C. Fire was called to investigate and quickly determined the item to be non-hazardous and performed preliminary field tests, which tested positive for cocaine. The president and his family were not home at the time, having left for Camp David on Friday and came back here to the White House yesterday. According to two law enforcement officials, brief the bag of powder was found in a work area of the West Wing that could have been accessible to many people, including staff or visitors, even tourists. Yesterday, the Secret Service issued a statement saying the item was sent for further evaluation and they are investigating the cause and manner of how it entered the White House. The Secret Service will lead a full review, which will include consulting cameras and entrance logs to determine who had access to the space. So the Secret Service found the cocaine and they told everybody, yo, we found cocaine. Somebody's running around this motherfucker with cocaine. It could have been one of theirs. I don't know. I just we just never know. Like I said, because this, this is <clears throat> this is the fiasco, uh, you know, that we as the uh, debt slaves of this corporate American deep state demonic system, this is what we're faced with because it's a bunch of question marks over everybody's comb right now. Everybody's in wondering or in wonder rather trying to figure out like well, what 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 is what is the whole totality behind this and is anybody going to get incarcerated like i said because how could i mean all right so the secret service i mean i don't know if anybody's ever been to the white house before but um and i'm not trying to toot my own horn but i was blessed enough to be selected to be one of the first one of the um freshmen at the time you know to uh go to the white house and uh it's just it's just they all they 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 everywhere, yo. It's, you're not gonna go to the White House and not see a Secret Service member. And if you ask me, these people have taken an oath to, you know, def- defend uh, the president and put their life on the line for the president, vice president, whomever. So it just like I said, it sounds like a good caked up story. And um, of course, man, motherfuckers a secret, bro. Ain't nobody going to jail. Lane, what were you about to say? Nah, see, I was actually about to switch my stance, bro. Like, listening to that video, bro, it's not like somebody is going down with this shit. Like, especially if the president's family was not there. I don't know. I mean, it sounds like a real interesting case, and I really hope we get some follow-ups, some updates about it. I mean, you know, kind of like how Sean said, we probably won't. You know, this will be one of those stories that just, you know, just, uh, gets brushed under the rug, and it's just one of those things that just happened, but, you know, also never happened. Okay, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I can see where both of y'all are coming from, for real, for real. All right, moving on, all right? Uh, I want to play another another clip for y'all. Check this out. In Maryland. So with the new law comes some new rules for you. Alex Glaive has the answers to some of your cannabis questions. 
Beginning July 1st, Marylanders 21 and older who have a government ID will be able to buy, possess, use, and even grow small amounts of cannabis recreationally. This should have been did it like New York. This should have been very behind. But what does all of this mean? We spoke to Don Berkowitz, the Deputy Director of the Maryland Cannabis Administration, to get you some of the basic facts you need to know. For starters, where can you use cannabis? Even though it is legal to consume, purchase, possess as of July 1, uh, the law says it is within private residences, so there is no public smoking. It's important to know that even after July 1st, cannabis is still not legal under federal law. Cannabis is still illegal to possess or use in any federal properties like parks and government buildings. Now, even though cannabis will be legal to possess in Maryland, how much can you legally possess and how much can you purchase? So the purchase limit is the same as the possession limit for personal use and that includes up to an ounce and a half, ounce and a half of cannabis flour, 12 grams of concentrate, so we're talking mostly about vapes there, or up to 750 milligrams of THC, which is mostly for edibles. And remember, if there is additional possession, there are potential civil fines for up to two and a half ounces. More than two and a half ounces is seen as intent to distribute, and there are potential criminal ramifications for that. Now, before July 1st, there are also legal ramifications for Marylanders who grow cannabis plants, but that's changing too this summer. Households are allowed to grow up to two plants, uh, indoors and away from public use. All right, so you niggas can now start smoking in Maryland. You can have up to two zips on you. I feel like every month, every week, shit, every year, more and more states are legalizing marijuana. And of, and of course, more states are going to continue to do this. So now my question to you guys are, uh, my question is, in what year, if you were just to take a guess, give me the year that you think marijuana will be legalized in all 50 states. Give me the year. If I had to really guess, I'm going to say something like, 2040. I think at, at the earliest, bro, like, first, nigga. at the earliest, I'm thinking it's going to be like another 15, 20 years, bro, because you got a lot of people, uh, especially like these southern states. I don't see Georgia legalizing weed no time soon, bro. You got a lot of states who's going to fight the hell out of that who wants to keep it traditional and shit like that. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. I think it'll be closer to something like, um, if it's 2023 right now, yeah, I'd probably give it at least another 10 years. Because, you, know, um, you know, southern states, bro, they have a lot of private prisons. And that's how they get them shits filled up with, like, people with weed cases most of the time. Or, like, you know, drug cases or they're not uh, violent cases and stuff like that. So I think it's going to be at least another 10 years until, um, you know, weed is legal nationwide for sure. I think marijuana will be legal everywhere around, like, 2050. The whole U.S. going to be smoked out. About by 2050, I think they might legalize marijuana everywhere. Recreational use. Like these southern states who, who 
people don't want to let go of these traditional ways like Lonnie built on. Not a lot of these places are making money off locking niggas up over weed, bro. So it's like, they're going to say, why the hell? I mean, I feel like it'd be bigger business if they do legalize it, but you just got stubborn states. Uh, liquor, the, the, I, I, the county of Gwinnett County where I live, liquor just was, was became a thing in the Gwinnett County like the past 20 years or something like that. Like, you couldn't even sell liquor in this county in Georgia. You get what I'm saying? So with that being said, if they fighting off stuff like liquor, people that's been drinking, drinking liquor since forever, they not about to fold on weed no time soon. Yeah, um, and to that point, I definitely agree. Remember in 2014, you know, I was really excited because at that point in that year, that was the closest we, well, specifically speaking for Jersey, that was like the closest I had ever seen Jersey, you know, get to really considering like legalizing shit for the state. So at the time, you know, being young and dumb, I was geeked and all that. But now at this age and me seeing how weed is not getting any better, if I'm being perfectly honest, and I think this shit, I think this shit would have been better, you know, illegal in, in certain spots and all that, because now this shit is fucking the game up. And, you know, it, it, it really, it really kind of like, it, it's like, it's being rubbed in our face. Cause we know mad niggas that's been on the block in the hoods, you feel me, flipping packs, you feel me, busting them shits down. Now that that shit's gonna be legalized all over the world and shit, now money, money's gonna be taken out of their mouth to an extent. Everybody's not gonna go to dispensaries, but them niggas is not about to make the same, you know what I'm saying, dollar. So, um, I mean, if it's legalized, shit, I'll give it, in like, I'll say 2040-something, or might even sooner, maybe 2030. Uh, but yeah, cause I mean that's that's what where my inclination is at. But at the same time, I'm not really too pressed, man. They should just kept that shit uh, illegal. But they definitely should have decriminalized it. So I don't, even though I know that doesn't go hand in hand with decriminalization and it being de uh, and it not being legal or legal or whatever. But yeah, that's just my take. All right, moving on. So uh, Justice Clarence Thompson and Miss Jackson. Uh, can't pronounce her first name. Uh, they criticized each other um, because they were disagreeing over affirmative action. And um, I want to play another clip for us about affirmative action. More info. Ended affirmative action in college admissions last week. While the justice's ruling does not legally interfere with diversity in the workplace, experts say the move creates an opening for conservative groups to challenge business policies based on hiring and promoting minority employees. For more on this, let's bring in Noam Scheiber. He is a labor and workplace reporter for the New York Times. Noam, thank you so much for joining us. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. So how exactly could diversity in the workplace be threatened in all of this? So I think there's a sense that even though the Supreme Court decision doesn't directly impact diversity programs in the workplace, that this is likely to prompt a new round of litigation over these policies. Um, a lot of companies expanded their diversity programs in the aftermath of the murder of George Floyd in 2020. And in some cases, they may have gone a bit too far. They may have crossed the legal line. And there's a sense that there could be additional legal scrutiny of that more 
cases brought by employees who are passed over for a job or a promotion, and that if it ends up in the Supreme Court, um, these policies end up in the Supreme Court, then the court has signaled in this recent decision that it could be pretty skeptical of some of these policies. So, so when affirmative action was implemented, it was used to help um, black people and people of color to get into certain spaces that were being limited to them. So I want to ask y'all, in 2023, do you guys still think affirmative action is necessary? Do we still need affirmative action? I, I say so. Why? Because every every a lot of these things are still blocked off. It's still harder to get in for our people, definitely, than it is for others. Um, for example, that would be a bad example, but if you were to ask mommy, I'm, throughout her surgeries, how many black doctors has she had? I guarantee you, I wouldn't put it past one. And you know, mommy has had a few surgeries. True. Okay, I mean, I, I could definitely get that point. I definitely understand that point. Um, I feel like, uh, I don't know if affirmative action is necessarily needed as much as it was back in the day. But I can definitely see your point, though, brother. I definitely get your point. Uh, they have committed militia against their own people. So hell no. 
affirmative action is not needed because with all those fails, you feel me? We need to like we need to stick together. And that's our biggest dilemma. We never, we never unify. We never stick together. Why? Because more than half of us, as a demographic and race, belong to a secret society order. So that means when all else fails and shit hits the fan, you gotta, you took an oath. It's punishable by having your tongue severed out of your mouth. So you gotta go back to the, you gotta go back to your group. You can't come with us. And I'm gonna leave it at that. I would like, wait, wait, before you leave it at that, I would like <laughs> you to elaborate on how the hell does that correlate to the workspace? Because, alright, we can, we can go there. It correlates to the workspace because, alright, Let's just say I become, <clears throat> let's just say whether it's Prince Hall or Black Boulet, let's just say I become a, a Freemason into the water and I have the gifts and talents that I have. All right. That alone is parallel to business. So that means I'm going to go to a lodge where there are other people, other Masons that work within the same field as me and I make networking collect con- connections and collaborations. So that way, if I move to a different state or if I go to a different city, Wherever, whether it be in, in the United States of America or overseas, I have the access to rekindle and link up with other fellow Masons so I don't deal with the same struggles that myself or any other individuals in this group, unless y'all are in a, a particular order, would have to face and deal with because we don't have that same backing and we don't belong to that secret society. So it definitely correlates to business cause and it gets really, really well, deep. That's what I'm saying. How, how, how is that stopping... How is how is that like uh, like even if you saying because I'm here I'm here so even if you saying though like yo there's a um the the, the whole Mason drone and all that how is that correlating to affirmative action which is to get more black people or people of minority races into jobs that they're often are looking at we understand the purpose of why people join fraternities or anything elite like that so that way like you just said if things go wrong you can go to any other state and get in where you need it but what does that have to do with the average man who isn't into any of that who has no idea about conspiracy or anything like that he needs affirmative action programs still that's a good question Okay, and uh, and it, to what degree? And I, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to understand the, the context of your question, cause because um, I think I think where the ball gets dropped a little bit is um, you know, like you said, if a, a black person is working hard and they worked hard for something, you know what I'm saying, and it comes to the the opportunity of getting a position, becoming a CEO, whatever. At a certain point, cause it, like I said, it doesn't just correlate to entertainment. This is everywhere, bro. This is everywhere. At a certain point, you're gonna have to sit in a room with one of these individuals, and they may not even divulge the information of them being a part of the particular order. But these motherfuckers run business, okay? The 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 groups in which have been formulated from the elite supremacist groups. These are the motherfuckers that. You feel me? It's like it, it, at, at a certain, there's really no way of escaping it just because of how many uh, 
individuals are within the order. But at the same time, that does not mean somebody that works hard cannot achieve what they work hard for. It's just going to be different, and it may take a little longer, opposed to somebody that belongs to his particular group. That's all. We're not going to dwell on it long, but I'm genuinely lost with what you're saying. Yeah, we're moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> we're we're going to move on. Uh... So I want to ask y'all, actually, let's get into a little bit of sports. Let's get into a little bit of sports. A little bit of sports. So we got D-Rose. He is heading to Memphis. Memphis. What do y'all see the old head out there doing in, in uh, Memphis? Is he is he putting up numbers? Is he snapping? Talk to me. Guns and Roses? I'm going to have to agree with just a part of that where it's like, I definitely 
definitely would say there's no fucking way that the stage was set for this. I don't think John Moran is going to lose 25 game checks just to build up the hype of Derrick Rose joining him to call themselves Guns N' Roses. You lost me with that one as well. That is not what uh, I'm saying, cuz. That is not what I was saying. <laughs> what you just said, you think this shit was a build. What, what did you mean by that? This shit was a build-up. First and foremost, to get Kyrie out of the way. If you looked at how, if you looked at everything that transpired from when they first uh, put all that media attention on Ja, Kyrie was dropped from Nike. Then this nigga Ja gets new fucking sneakers. Then he did that. Then he has not one but two viral videos of something that looks like a real legit firearm. Now he gets Marcus Smart, he gets Derrick Rose. So, you know, the suspension is not something that I'm really worried about. It's just the height. The it height ain't like the nigga got KD. The nigga got exactly what you said Marcus Smart and Derrick Rose. Yeah, but cause, yeah, that's the kind of scheming you're doing. Somebody to slap the shit out of Because I'm not now, I understand I brought up Marcus Smart and Rose. But we're speaking on the media attention. The media magnifying glasses on top. You feel me? So regardless of whoever he gets on his team, it's going to be attention on the Memphis Grizzlies because of all the controversy. Me personally, I don't think any of this shit is real. For real, for real. Because a nigga's still going to play ball and he's still going to perform and do what he's supposed to do. Even the negative attention in the media is still making him fucking money. You know, I'm a student in the game. It's a lot of shit they won't tell us, but... It, he's going to benefit from it either way. The, those 25 games, though, it's going to be something to see if he's not on the floor. And I'm going to leave it at that. All right, let's move on. I want to move on. Uh, we got the Washington Wizards. They could be moving to Virginia. Um, I know y'all probably don't give a fuck about that, but let me ask y'all. What, if y'all could move a team, what state would y'all move them to? What, what state you think would be a cool state to get a new, new basketball team? Or what city? You feel me? The Supersonics need to come back, bro. Uh, That's not I mean, a bad one. Yeah, that that is not a bad one at all. Um, I can I can see Vegas with a team. Vegas would be lit as well. It's a couple places. I mean, what the fuck is a damn thunder? I just, I, I don't know. It just, I never liked it. I don't know. Let's see. Oklahoma got one. Dude, Kentucky got a team. Kentucky? Because Kentucky's big on sports, football, and basketball. Kentucky definitely could do a professional team. That would be lit, cuz. And that's a homegrown fan base, because they already lit for football, basketball, baseball, Kansas City Royals. If Kansas City had a basketball team, that would be tough. Shit, what about Nebraska? Fuck no. I don't think nah, so. Hang it up. You see what happened in Dudley's Word. <laughs> Alright, moving on, y'all. So the NFL suspended three players for at least a full season with another wave of enforcement of league gambling rules. So niggas were caught gambling again, of course. How do y'all feel about players gambling? Should they be allowed to gamble? I think they should be allowed to gamble, but it also depends on what you're gambling on. Like, you can't bet on your own team to lose. Like, you shouldn't be able to bet on your own team. 
But, like, I, I don't see the problem if they're betting on different games that are going on that Sunday. Especially if we have, like, all these gambling apps and stuff. They're big sponsors in the NFL. Like, FanDuel and DraftKings do mad commercials with the NFL. So I don't understand why it's such a big problem if they're not betting on their own team. You know, you know why it's a big problem, Lonnie? Because, you know, ever since sports betting became legal in certain states, I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who didn't notice the shift in professional sports when we're at home watching these shits, bro. It's just not the same anymore. It, it doesn't even seem like it's about the sport itself. You know what I'm saying? Even with football, as far as it being a gladiator sport, where we seeing niggas out there on a Viking shit, you know what I'm saying, really putting niggas down. Now it's like you, you can barely touch each other. You know damn well you can't control if a motherfucker goes helmet to helmet with somebody, but apparently that's now a thing. Then you introduce this whole uh, sports betting shit. Now that creates a, a more opportunity for points to get shaved and certain, che- and certain teams to be cheated. And this is nothing new. This shit has been going on even before sports betting uh, has been legalized. So uh, honestly, for me, bro, I just think this shit is just taken away from the authenticity of the sport. Now, motherfuckers is only going to win because, you know, who invested the most money or who put some bread down and gambled and they trying to hit big and flip or whatever, head crack, throw them bones, all that shit. So, nah, so. That's, a, that's a good point. Oh, yeah. Me personally, just looking at it from, uh, let's say, the owner's perspective, if I own the league, no. None of my players can gamble because y'all playing with my paper, possibly. Because, let's say, <clears throat> we all understand that the NFL isn't like the NBA. Uh, the 53rd man on the roster is getting paid nowhere near what the number one guy on the roster is. So, with that being said, this nigga's out here that can do some shit like, listen, I'm only making 300K this year. I'm a young practice squad nigga. Like, I'm the fourth man down or whatever at my position. He could take 100K of his earnings and turn that to a million by betting on the game. And then what if he, he he's in a position where he can affect the game? He may not be a star or a starter, but he may get thrust in due to injury or anything. And he know he got to play this week. And he know I'm going to be checking OBJ. I'm about to let him cook up. I'm going to turn my 100K into a million. Real right. No, that's that's the monster you got. Yo. You feel what I'm saying? So... Go ahead, go ahead, man. I'm not, he's good. So, like I was saying, I mean, I don't think players should be able to bet on their own teams or, like, games when their teams are involved. Like, bro, like, if you look at the slate on a Sunday, it's like almost every team in the NFL playing, bro. Like, you should already know what type of, you know, what type of teams you're about to bet on this shit. Because, you know, people in the league, they talk, bro. Like, they know which team has the worst defense, like, which team a quarterback has a good matchup on and stuff like that, like, so I don't think it should be that much of a problem as long as you're not betting with or against your team. Well, I mean, listen, it's it's just it's just an alarming concern for me because, like I said, man, that shit like like prime example. Um, they were they were speaking on a series between the Bucks and the Sixers, and they were talking about how those refs were cheating so hard because they knew it would be more of a draw for the Sixers and the Lakers to be going against each other uh, more so than the Bucks and the fucking Lakers. So 
So there was a couple petty-ass technical fouls called, a couple petty-ass flagrants. Niggas got suspended from games, couldn't play. And, of course, the Sixers won. Not to mention, uh, AI was shooting like 34% from the field, so that was very poor. You know what I mean? It was a lot of shit going on around that time. Mind you, this is young Ray Allen, okay? This is a nigga that's shooting from three and banging on niggas in Milwaukee. How how would that have not have been as intriguing as seeing, you know, AI against Kobe? I don't know, but it, that's a prime example, yo. You know what I'm saying? Niggas, like you said, Lonnie, niggas be talking, and they start gambling and shit. We can even bring Michael Jordan into this whole shit, because y'all know that motherfucker was crazy with the gambling, too. But I'm going to just leave it at that. All right, but any, anybody else want to say something, or we, y'all good to move on? Nah, good point, cuz. All right, so moving on. We got the former 49ers quarterback, Colin Kaepernick. Now, he says he still wants to play for an NFL team. Uh, He says his resume is still good. He trains five to six days a week. The 35-year-old is claiming that he could still throw up to 60 yards even more. Now, I have an issue with this. Now... Colin Kaepernick is 35 years old. He protested the NFL. I don't know why he's trying to get back into an organization he went so hard against. Now, even if these niggas do give you a job, his old ass is not ready to get out there with them young bulls. The last time he was out on the field was like 2016. Listen, man, the plays they running and the type of shit they doing now is different. It's, It's different now. It's different. And I don't think he's ready for that. And also, why invest into Colin Kaepernick's old ass? Why would I invest into him when I can easily get a young bull and start training him and have him good to go? So I just I just think it's absolutely nuts that we got this nigga Kaepernick really still trying his hand. But that's that's just how that's just how I'm feeling about it. That's just how I'm feeling. Nah, I, I agree with you because I'm on the same page with you. And this is just like what me and my god brother was talking about when everything was fresh. You don't go on a white man's field and try to stand up on some fucking pro-black injustice type shit and then turn around and then say, hey, can y'all let me play back on the field? No, nigga, make up your motherfucking mind. And this goes back to the point that I made. Uh, Colin Kaepernick is another one. He belongs to a secret society. This is the role that you chose to take, just like AI. So, nigga, wear that shit, nigga. Your dick-nosed ass went there, okay? You was upset. You went on camera. And stand on that shit, motherfucker. Don't fucking re and Oh, can you guys play football with this? No, motherfucker. No, nigga. Be like, be like, be like AI. When AI lost his man, so he was at the press conference and was and was telling nigga, you want to talk about practice, and I just lost my man. Oh, sorry, y'all. A lot of niggas don't even know about that because how the media chopped that shit up. Or furthermore, my nigga, we can go to another player. 
Chill, 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 cuz, 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 cuz. Hold on. All right. Uh, Hold on. Stay on Kaepernick, though. Stay on Kaepernick. We only on Kaepernick. Work. Any of y'all want to uh, touch on that, or we we good to move on? We good to move on. All right. So we got the top ten greatest athletes, and they, now they talking about athletes of all time. Number one, we got Tom Brady. Number two, Wayne Gretzky. Uh, three, Lionel Messi. I think that's how you pronounce the nigga name. Michael Jordan. Number four, Michael Phelps. Number five, Usain Bolt. Number six, Muhammad Ali. Number seven. Roger uh, Federer, Federer, number eight. Serena Williams, number nine. Mike Trout, number 10. Now, I want to ask y'all, who do y'all believe is missing off this list? I think Mayweather. I think Mayweather is missing off this list. Who y'all think is missing off this list or shouldn't be on this list? Uh, yeah, I, I think they're missing. 
athletes for sure. I definitely agree with Mayweather. Um, I think they're missing a lot of MMA fighters like, you know, John Jones, uh, George St. Pierre. Like, people that are able to go a whole 25 minutes fighting somebody as hard as you can using every part of your body. Damn, like, niggas in the street don't fight for two minutes, bro. And niggas is in there fighting the cage for 25 minutes. You gotta respect it. That's some different type of athletic prowess, I feel like. So, if I could, I would replace uh, one of those MMA fighters with uh, definitely Tom Brady. And we're talking about, like, an athlete. Damn, he's not a top-tier athlete. Like, he was always the slowest in his position. You know, he's definitely good for the sport. But, like, as an athlete, like, running, jumping, shit like that, no, I feel like he should not. I don't think... I don't think they technically mean athlete. I mean, I think they believe who oh, dominated man. who dominated their position the best. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, someone like Mayweather and John Jones should absolutely be up there. They're undefeated. And they're in combat sports. It's just you and the other person. So I definitely respect them. Shout out to Mike, man. Ain't nobody better than Mike, man. Y'all already know. Like, Tom, Tom is there. But shout out to Mike. You talking about Michael Jordan, my guy? Michael Jordan's on the list, P. Yeah, but Michael's number one. Oh, you want Mike? You want Mike at number one? Mike number. Oh, f- Mike, not be man. Snickers, Snickers going crazy. I got a pair of them on now. My daughter do too, and we in the car. No, he's talking about cheating in the game, bro. Not cheating on the. <laughs> Chill. Chill, 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 chill. We not even. We not even going to discuss the Kobe case. We good. Yeah, we good though. Seven years of his career, and then he, he came on and went crazy. 
John Bones, Jones, and Mayweather never felt defeat. Not in the. I don't care if you talk about regular season playoffs. In big moments, small moments, before they was who they was, they never faced let, defeat. All right, let me get an ISO real quick. Let me ask y'all niggas, right? Should, and pause, pause, but pause, but I'm asking it anyways. Should the hot dog eating contest, nigga, he's undefeated. He's been undefeated for 16 years. Is, could he get, can, can niggas give him his flowers? I think you know Yo, yo, ain't his name Mike? He's undefeated, though. He's undefeated and stuff in ball parts in his face. The bullpen. Yo, cuz, you talking about me being on topic. What the fuck was that? You talking Glizzy Gladiator now? He's the champion. Fuck that. This nigga is gobbled. I'm with you, Bob. Go to the goat. Yeah, I thought a goat was a goat. You can't blame me for not being old or not being young as you. Like, goat is goat and whatever, ever. That's the case, Dan. Nigga, my favorite porn star should be on this list. I was knew niggas was going to do that, and I knew niggas was going to say that. Those are somewhat athletes. I mean, I mean, Pinky's a goat. Yeah, never again. We actually moving on. We actually moving on. Let this rock. Alright, so this nigga Uzi, new album, the pink tape, shit is looking to do 165,000 in his first week. It's looking to be the highest charting hip hop album this year. Uh, I thought Uzi was going to sell more. I do like the project. I already know how, how you, I already know what you're going to say, brother. I, at least I already know what the shit you're going to say. Uh, I know you ain't even listened to the album yet, but the album is fire. I did think Uzi would sell more, and um, I just want to know well, how do y'all feel about the album? If y'all did check it out, yeah, I definitely checked it out. Um, I like the couple songs on there. I mean, Uzi, you know, he always expresses his uh, artistic freedom in a real cool way, bro. So I definitely dig it, you know, on that aspect. Um, there's a few songs that I'll definitely keep on my phone, and that's probably about as far as it goes. I mean, salute to him. He's got the highest selling album so far, uh, with the Travis and Drake drop, and then he'll probably be third place. And um, yeah, hopefully he can continue doing what he do. Uh, well, honestly, cause I, I, I didn't get a chance to listen to um, the album in its entirety. Um, 
shared, you know, his uh, little mini snippet movie, video movie, you know what I'm saying, that he did, I, I know it's going to be an exceptional project. I think even that visual he did, I mean, I got to give credit to where credit's due. That motherfucker killed that shit. Uh, you know, from the anime influence to, you know, him having a katana sword and then dropping that shit and pulling off the Glock. Motherfucking, you feel me? Busting that damn DT in the head. Like, all that shit was hard body. So I know that the project's gonna be something. Um, yeah, it's gonna be dope. Brother, did you listen to the project? It's all good. Uzi, Uzi's going to drop uh, another album, too. He's looking to drop another album. I think Love is Rage 3. So if you're looking for more music from Uzi, Uzi will be dropping more music. Uh, so moving on, right? We got Meek Mill. So recently, Meek Mill posted a picture of himself uh, on a near a toilet, throwing up, and... Unfortunately, as much as I like Meek's music, I do feel like Meek does some weird stuff on the internet. He's just really not good, I think, at using the internet some sometimes. And Meek is still my guy, but it's sometimes it just be a little off. Sometimes it's just a little off. Niggas like 21 and 
that's not that's not true. Listen, that still don't excuse the, the some of the weird shit he does on the internet. So I'm not really talking about how niggas relate to his music. I love his music too. But niggas need to speak to sometimes like how he's eating french fries in his lap that's in a pool or some shit. Or him taking a picture of him in front of a toilet, talking about too much to drink. Or just you know some of the some of the shit that he does on the internet, it just isn't a good look. Sometimes you can still respect his music and like what he do, but sometimes it's just not a good look. Niggas did. Niggas did.
now that he's on, I do think certain shit he do on the internet is questionable, but I understand that he has to do this questionable ass shit because he's a part of the fucking... Uh-uh, no, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, that is it, that is it, that is it, that is it, that's it. Moving on. I'm playing a clip for you niggas. Uh, I want to know how y'all feel about this. Buster, because he's so important, but the game, for some reason, and like like Jay-Z says, say, I say I'm not animated like, say, a Busta Rhymes. I don't know if it was the animation part, because if you think about animated rappers, they never really are put in the top anything category. Mm. Like, Luda can rap his ass off, but he's animated. Big Sean can rap his ass off, but he's animated. Busta incredible but he's animated and i think something hip-hop has something against animated rappers not taking them serious putting them in top anything because if you think about you don't no one puts animated rappers in the top of anything which is interesting to me and i don't know why because because but when i saw buster i was like i'm glad he get his flowers but he should have been got that so to a certain degree i do think that's true but not entirely so animated rappers like the baby ludicrous even I feel like even someone like Missy Elliott is uh, considered an animated rapper. Uh, do y'all feel like animated rappers like Busta and Luda, Missy, so on, you know, etc. Do they, do you, do y'all feel like they get their credit or they don't really get their credit because they're animated? I agree, Lane. I agree. I, f- I definitely feel where you're coming from. Um, okay. So, first and foremost, uh, an- animated rappers, it's, a- it's like a politics situation when it comes to animated rappers. I hate the fact that Eminem gets all his credit and people like Busta Rhymes doesn't even get mentioned. And uh, even back to the point that I made, you know, we was doing our rappers because, like, I'm like, bro, why isn't Missy Elliott, you know what I'm saying, like, brought up? But if we was just keeping it on, you know, the brothers in the rap game, then I would understand it. But, it's, yeah, it's a lot of animated artists that's just not really, like, mentioned. And um, it's crazy, you know. Luda, like, the baby, the baby wouldn't have had that Suge idea if it wasn't for... That motherfucking Luda video where the nigga had the Hulk hands on that matched his complexion. And this nigga was acting nutty in the video. Like, you know, it, 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 that's true art. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get animation and bars. We not even gonna sit here and speak on Buster Rhymes run. Like, nigga been putting out heat consistently. We, and mind you, this nigga been in the game since the late 80s, early 90s. Stamped. Damn, here we go, yo, here we go, yo. 
the nigga did a joint with Janet Jackson. Cause we was we was we was baby boys at that point. Gonna make, gonna make, gonna make. Like come on, bruh. Then niggas talk about well, fucking Twister. Like like I respect I respect Twister, you feel me? Twister is a spitter. But when we talk about fast rap, no nigga, I need to hear Buster Rhymes because I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to understand what he's saying, even though this nigga's spitting at a mile a second. You feel me? Like yeah. Niggas, niggas is fast, man. Animated niggas is lit, bro. I mean, yeah, I, I agree with y'all. I mean, you know, animated niggas definitely have a time frame where, you know, they can be popular. But, you know, it also comes to a point where, like, it's like, what else is there? You know, people's, for example, like Tyler the Creator came in with, you know, the shock value and things like that and built the cold fan base. But then, you know, he really started showing people his... Uh, you know, his producer jobs, like, you know, they're showing him where he can rap about things that are going on in the culture right now and stuff like that. So that's how I feel like animated rappers extend their lifeline. You know, like you said, Sean, for example, people like Eminem, you know, Eminem did come in with a blonde hand rapping about a bunch of bullshit, but then he gave uh, people songs like Stan, he gave people songs like uh, the Mockingbird joint, like where he's really talking about some real shit. So I feel like substance always wins in the end. No matter if you're animated or not. I mean, but Eminem is an animated motherfucker. We not, we can't go over that. Even when the nigga disrespected my stepdad in that video, and then y'all know what happened business-wise through Sony, because he was stupid. Like, he was animated as fuck. He was animated as fuck, and, you know, M was real clever in what he was doing and his ideas for the visuals and shit, but... Like I said, it, it, he shouldn't be the only one mentioned. He definitely shouldn't be the first one mentioned. But I want to ask y'all something. Uh, I know we're talking about animated rappers. How do y'all feel about... Actually, cuz, let me ask you. Cuz, are you into anime? How do you feel about anime? Okay, so, me, you know, I'm very peculiar, cuz. So, like, I know y'all definitely is into Dragon Ball Z way more than I would ever be. Um, you know, because it is... Nah, nah, I'm not talking about Dragon Ball Z. I'm talking about real anime. I'm talking about uh, One Piece. Uh, Lonnie, can you name some of your favorites? Yeah, definitely shows like One Piece, Naruto, Hunter x Hunter, JoJo's, you know, Death Note, things like that. Yeah, I just wanted to check out the Afro Samurai anime, and it's like, I, I just never got a chance to catch an episode of that, but yeah, because I just never really got a chance to check out any anime. <laughs> Alright, moving on, moving on. Alright, so I want to ask y'all something else. So recently, I feel like a lot of rappers have been selling their catalogs. So Nelly recently was a rapper to sell his catalog. So this catalog for 50 million big ones. 50 million big ones. I want to ask y'all, do y'all think his catalog actually was worth more than 50 million? Absolutely. Are you serious? Are you fucking serious, cuz? We talking about Dirty Mo? St. Louis? Hot and her? 50 million? Nah, I think, I think that number should be bigger. Agreed. Now this was this was his whole catalog, just the half, right? This was his catalog. Oh, the entire catalog. Yes, fifty million. Oh uh, yeah, he's tripping, bro. Hiding here is gonna be played in weddings, like from now till two thousand ninety something. Like 
the year three Alright, I ain't mad at it. It's hell to turn down 50 million, bro. I ain't gonna lie. That's a husky check. And on top of that, you gotta think, like, once again, I don't even know how much of this youth, like, like, you know what I mean? Really know too much Nelly shit. So it ain't like Nelly's really still popping up a lot of places performing. I don't know. But just on the outside looking in, Go ahead and grab that 50 million. He's already probably up some M's. How many is, is, is not... You You already beating out 99% of the population by touching 50 M's, bro. Go ahead and take your win and keep it moving. But he could have got more, though. I think he could have got more. That's what the fuck I'm saying. Like, come on, come on, come on. Come on, man. Come on, guy. I'm a student again, guy. Just hear me out. This is, this is Nelly's catalog. We, I feel like we're all focusing on the hip-hop side of Nelly. We cannot forget this nigga did a whole fucking country album, okay? The nigga did work with Tim fucking McGraw, who was a sensation in the country world. That is also included in the catalog. And you mean to tell me this, with the number we've come to is 50, 50. No bueno. <laughs> I mean, but that might be a number that he could literally have, like, that date. I mean, when you think about it, right, he's been making music for, what, like, 30, 35 years, something like that? Yeah. I mean, if you put in your life's work, and then at the end of your journey, you're done making music, you just kind of want to chill and just create generational wealth. And, and that's not even talking about the money he's already gotten from music. So if he's getting a quick $50 million that could be there when he wakes up, Bro, that's a deal that I feel like anybody would sign, bro. Especially somebody of ne uh, Nelly's stature. He deserves that shit. I mean, honestly, like, he deserves a, an extra 50 mil on top of whatever he's made throughout his whole career. Okay, but, uh, you have to also understand this. It's the reason why catalogs and rights to music are, you know, really held tightly by labels. Because as the years go on, the value goes the fuck up. So that is why I'm saying 50 million is very alarming to me. Nelly has been making music for, yeah, 20 plus, damn near 30 fucking years. And you mean to tell me the number we come up with is 50, 50, no bueno. Like, like, not for nothing, cause not for nothing. Real quick, like, we could even, we could, we could even mention, like, you know, the Beatles catalog. If you feel what I'm saying, like that, that shit. Even just speaking on it, I don't even have to go into detail as far as the value. But you know what I mean? Michael Jackson bought that shit, then resold it, and came up four hundred million. Mind you, didn't even sell all of the catalog. He sold half of it, and still came up four hundred million. From buying it for forty million, uh, Nelly was going to see nowhere near what the Beatles catalog is going to see. I, I, everybody that's saying he should have got more. How much more than fifty million do you think Nelly was going to get? I don't know if Nelly made fifty million off rap at his peak, bro. So it's yeah. like twenty something years later after your peak.
much more do you think Nelly's catalog is going to be worth? Nelly got a few hits, but it ain't like Nelly got... I wouldn't say Nelly, Nelly solo doesn't have 15 number one songs. Solo. You can't name 15 Nelly songs that were in top of the chart by himself. No feature or nothing. Nelly has about seven, maybe, though, that was top of the chart by himself. He was a great artist. He was an all-time artist. We're going to remember him. And I feel like 50 million was a do justice. Because he's not in that. He's not up there with, like, a Dre, a Wayne, a Snoop. I guess if we was talking about a big dog, one of our top ten type niggas that sold out their category for 50 million. But I mean, like... How many how many hits Nelly got that's gonna really be in movies and shit like he got hot in here and drop down and get your ego on. It ain't about too many more that's gonna be in movies and, and all that. Like I don't think they're gonna be playing that Nelly and Tim McGraw album twenty years from now, bro. I just don't. It, uh, I'm just saying, cause it's a lot it's just it's just a lot to Nelly's career and catalog, um, just just based off of the work. But the point that I was making is just a simple fact of the value as the years go on. That's all I'm saying, cuz. It's the value. You know what I mean? I know he, he ain't no Beatles. That nigga ain't never want to see any Beatles. I'm with you. Now they gonna be there. Now they gonna be there. I mean, for them. me, for me, it's the radio hits and the club bangers this nigga got. That's timeless. You feel what I'm saying? And all you need is about one or two of them motherfuckers and you ain't really gotta worry about not seeing another dollar, you know what I mean? So yeah, I like, but this is what I'm saying. I don't know. Cause. How many, how many solo club bangers that Nelly couldn't take full credit for in his catalog? How many of them do he have that it should be just worth more than fifty million? You could probably name five club bangers Nelly has that solo and that that bro. So how how much money do you think five songs is worth? The nigga getting paid ten million per song if that's the case. How much more do you feel like Nelly need, bro? Once again, it's not like we talking about a a top tier nigga or something like that. It's not like we talking about like like Dre or M or Kanye or somebody, bro. So, so Nelly holds no weight in the list. Not of even other rappers. Once again, other rappers. Nelly. Once again, I'm not saying. See. I never said that. Nelly, I said, give me more than five solo Nelly songs that's going to make his catalog worth over 50 million. Nelly has a few hits, but he don't got more than five to seven solo songs that's going to really just be like, yo, this nah, nigga need a hundred million. Like it was a whole album when Diamond, though. There was like six singles on that one. And then the next one, and then he had a crew. Like, you bucking. Like, the nigga had a whole album that went diamond. And then he had a next one that went crazy. And then he had a crew that did their numbers. Then we could, then what about the what about the collabs that he did where he was the face of the fucking track? I mean, it was his featured other artist, but we knew Dan, this is Nelly's song. And he got such and such. Like, the, the, the grill joint, the smile for me, that, that shit. That, that's not a solo Nelly song. That's not a solo Nelly song. I said, give me a solo Nelly song. Give me, you probably could name about five. That's it. You can't name a bunch of solo Nelly songs. And if we're giving him credit, this is hold on, hold on. Hold on, If we're giving him credit as well for the same lunatics, you niggas ain't hearing, ain't had no goddamn Murphy Lee album. You niggas ain't go buy Ali album. Most of you niggas couldn't even name the whole same lunatics besides Murphy Lee. So it's like we're not going to give him $50 million worth of 
giving her credit for the same lunatics, bro. Them niggas wasn't dipset. Them niggas wasn't G-Unit. Them niggas is way bigger than dipset, though, bro. All right, fellas. All right, fellas. We're moving on. We're moving on from the Nelly topic. All right. So Spotify is working on possibly adding music videos to their platform. This feature would be an effort to compete with YouTube and TikTok. Now, if Spotify adds these music videos to their platform, I really think this could be their chance to to really take shit over to have that one up on Apple because I think Apple is better than Spotify so I think if they were to add music videos this could be their chance to really take that lead on them yeah I mean but Apple already plays they play music videos though but it's not in the same platform it's not it's not gonna be I guess the same setup like I think they're looking to do like a YouTube setup oh okay like some TikTok type shit Yeah, I think that's what they're looking to do. I mean, that's interesting for them. That's cool. I mean, I, I like how they keep innovating that shit. I mean, bro, I'm not gonna lie, bro. Like, Spotify just looks ugly when I open that bitch. Like, I don't want to see no black background with green letters. Fucking box and shit. I'm like, yo, like, 
these niggas ain't even like trying to be discreet with this shit. Like they just in in your face, just copying off an of apple, trying. You feel me? Like level up, and, and that was, was never the way to go about it. But I mean, the text message is still gonna pop up green. You feel me? So fuck out of here. Hey yo, if you got good butt, I fuck with Apple. I fuck with Google and Android. I got good butt too. Come see me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yo, yeah. All right, but moving on, y'all. Moving on. All right, so we still we still stand in Spotify though. We still stand in Spotify. So Spotify released their fifty most streamed hip hop albums. So we I only want to go over this top ten real quick. So at number ten, you got Juice World with Legends Never Die. You got Drake with More Life at number nine, Kendrick Lamar with Damn at number eight, Pop Smoke Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon at number seven. You got XX Tentacion with 17 at number six, Travis Scott Astro World with number five. You got Juice World again with Goodbye and Good Riddance at number four, Drake at number three, Drake at number two. Uh, with views and scorpion and then you got excess tentacion at number one um clearly you see the nigga juice world is going crazy and uh that's for any of my old heads that don't understand who juice world is or the power uh, or impact that he had on the youth um and how popular his music was his music he has two albums um that are in the top 10 most strained albums of all time and I just think um, this list has everybody who I would expect in it. You got X, Drake, Kendrick, and Juice World. I mean, with Uzi just missing, with Eminem and Uzi and J Cole, they just missed the top, the top ten spot. Uh, what do you, What do y'all think about that? Wow. J Cole and M just out of there. That's crazy. They just missed the ten spot though, so they still in the top twenty. Juice World came in. How, how many times Juice World came in? Uh, he was in there twice, man. He was in the top ten twice. That's in peace. That's love. Like you know, they say that that you know what I mean. Like you sell, you, <laughs> what Jedekis <Jenica> said. <laughs> like you sell more records when you're not here. You know what I mean. You get more flowers when you're not here. So I could give that. Mm, that's, that's a good point, P. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I, I definitely respect the list. Uh, it's, it's, it's yo, a list where, you know, that list. Yeah, Lonnie, go ahead. Lonnie, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, what I was saying was that, you know, it's a list that definitely shows where the times are. Um, it shows when Spotify definitely started, you know, getting more popular. When, um, you know, popular artists moved from SoundCloud and then started getting their stuff streamed on, um, you know, different streaming services like Apple Music and Spotify. But, uh, you know, I, I respect the list. I mean, I feel like it makes sense. Uh, Juice World and X at the top of that bitch. Um, you know, it might be a hot take, but I feel like Juice World and X would already be towards the top of that list, even without them dying. Like, those albums were going crazy, bro. Like, people were talking about them, especially, you know, people around my age group or maybe below. But, um, you know, like I said, I think it's a list that definitely shows where the times we're at. Because, you know, it's a, a list of the top albums. And, you know those people might not correlate to like the best rappers you know of all time type shit 
But, you know, they were, you know, at the top when they dropped those albums. So, all in all, I feel like it makes sense, bro. It does, man. I like that point. Yeah, my fault, like, pardon me, bro. Um, yeah, cause that 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 list is uh is crazy. I the fact that Juice World is in there, you know, twice, you know, that's that says a lot. You know what I mean? It does. Even uh even Drake's placement kind of like has me at like a standstill. Um, but. I mean, hey, Tentacion, man, he was a bad motherfucker, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think for me, the reason why I didn't allow myself to really get into Triple X and Juice World was because of their, it was like their darkness. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't want yeah. to down there. I didn't want to go that, go that way with them. You know what I'm saying? Especially with the shit that I, I'll go through or what's going through. So, you know, but from the outside looking in, you know, I did respect their, you know, their artistry. You know what I'm saying? Because they did have a huge fucking following. And, um, yeah, bro, that little beef that was going on between Triple uh, X and Drake was crazy, too. So, yeah, man, that list is crazy, guys. Word. You know, dead rappers get better promotion. That's what Kiss said. You know what I mean? So, it's like, you know, dead rappers, they get better promotion. You know, we look at them different. So, parents is, they gone. They not here. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? You know, when you're not here, got a lot more records. Yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, cuz, you're a fucking nut. <laughs> you're a fucking nut. All right, fellas, uh, that was about, uh, that was about it. That's everything I wanted to cover, but I do want to ask y'all before we close this thing up, is there anything else that y'all wanted to go over or talk about? No. Appreciate you, P. I mean, if y'all niggas ain't got nothing else, man, that's that's it, man. Appreciate y'all niggas rocking with me. Appreciate y'all, man. Tell me how did I never forget to be your love? <laughs> mm. oh, we out of here, man.